Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kaleidoscope FM podcast. I wanted to talk today about practical hunger and also just being cognizant of spacing your food intake throughout the day because of several reasons. So first of all, let's go back to when I was in disordered eating and binge cycles. I know that what I struggled with a lot was if I would, I would typically binge a lot in the evenings and in the evenings, then come morning, I would feel horrible physically and mentally, but specifically physically, because I was essentially in a food coma slash hangover from the night before, I wouldn't want to eat because obviously your body is still processing all the food that you ate the night before. But with that being said, I've also noticed, I don't know if this happens to everyone, but I would feel stuffed up and like for most of the day and then come sometime in the like afternoon, which is because i wouldn't have eaten the whole day by the afternoon I would feel ravenous I would feel starving and then it I would go home and end up binging again because I was just so hungry and that kept me in binge cycles for quite a while and even if it I didn't binge the immediate day after just the knock-on effect was so powerful that it kept me just in those binge cycles because even two or three days down the road, your body is still processing. A quote that I remember hearing was like, even if you forget, your body doesn't forget. And I don't want to say that in any kind of shameful way, but it just goes to show that your body will take time. Cause I think even for like moving your stool, it takes roughly 24 hours until, you know, bathroom stuff happens <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, that's neither here nor there, but anyway, so going back to practical hunger, I find it is so, so important to make sure that you're incorporating practical hunger when you're in recovery, because otherwise it can be very difficult to get out of binge cycles. So first of all, what is practical hunger? Practical hunger is essentially planning out to eat for the windows where you aren't able to eat is the best way for me to describe it. So for instance, if you're working and you know that you're going to be really busy around lunchtime, it would be handy for you to at least bring something that maybe you could like eat while you're busy. But if let's say you can't do that, let's say in an important meeting and you can't go eat anything, then try to eat at least a small something prior to the meeting because you don't want to be going really long periods without food because once you do finally get a chance to eat, your body is going to want to fuel, refuel for all of that time that you missed, which is why even for anyone who doesn't have disordered eating, you will normally find that if you go a really long time without eating, when you do end up eating, you typically overeat. And that's just a normal fact because your body is trying to make up for the calories that you didn't have. So anyway, going back to the practical hunger bit. So I just mentioned the example with, let's say, if you had a meeting, but also 
let's say you are going to an event in the evening, whether maybe it's the movies or somewhere where you don't plan on buying food at the movies, because I certainly don't, because it's really expensive, but what would be helpful in that situation is planning out to eat something ahead of time, so that way, if the movie is, let's say, one of those extremely long films that's two and a half hours or something, most likely if you don't eat before the film you'll have not eaten for at least an hour or two prior i let's just let's just go with this example you have work and then in the evening you're going to the movies and let's say you eat lunch at anywhere from 12 to 2 p.m but then you typically eat dinner around seven but the movies at six so you don't want to wait from 12 until six seven eight 30 by the time you get home like nine o'clock you don't want to wait nine hours to eat because then you're going to be starving you're going to eat way too much you're not going to feel great and so it'd be helpful if on the way to the movie or like right before the movie you eat any kind of small thing that you could bring with you or if you can get dinner before the movie that's ideal but just making sure to plan for those instances in your day where you know you're not going to be able to eat and you don't want to have a really long window where you're not eating for all the reasons I just mentioned. So it's a pretty small thing. It's a small tip, but it's incredibly powerful because I know for me, because of the fact that I was either, I honestly, part of me, not just from, from physically feeling unwell, but the next day after a binge, because part in part, because I felt physically not great, I didn't eat, but also because I felt like I was trying to not eat so that it would help. I don't know how to describe this. Uh, Just like physically restrict food so that I'm not intaking more calories. That's also part of why I wouldn't eat in the morning apart from not like physically feeling great. But that's also a key component I want to mention, even though that doesn't really go into practical hunger, but this feeds into the concept of what I was talking about as far as making sure to space out your food throughout the day. So that was between practical hunger and spacing out your food throughout the day. Those were hugely instrumental for me in getting back into a sort of normal human rhythm with eating as opposed to eating tons of food in the evening during my binges and then staying in binge cycles for years. So in addition to the practical hunger tip, I also want to bring up being able, not just being able, but making sure that you are spacing out food throughout the day so that, so here's also another example. I used to tell myself that I got really hungry in the evening, so I would intentionally try not to eat as much during the day because I thought, oh, well, I'll save my calories for this evening because I know I get really hungry in in the evenings. But that was actually completely counterintuitive because the reason I was getting really hungry and binging at night, well, partly because the binging was just mentally I felt out of control. But even for, again, someone who doesn't struggle with disordered eating so much, you would probably still have that scenario go down because your body... Food is fuel at the end of the day. They are calories, they are energy, and your body wants to 
have a constant supply of energy throughout the day. And if it doesn't get enough energy by the end of the day, just like a car, you're depleting most of your gas. And by the end of the day, when you're reaching empty, then you want to refuel. Your body is exactly the same. But if you're constantly using up a little bit of your gas throughout the day and then refueling, you're not going to need to overload on gas because you're already filling up throughout the day. I feel like that's a pretty simple example, but it's very, very accurate. And I noticed as soon as I did start to intentionally eat breakfast, like a good substantial breakfast and a good substantial lunch and like snacks throughout the day to make sure that I was getting enough food periodically throughout the day, that really helped both from the practical hunger perspective, but then also with the spacing out the food, I stopped feeling the need to, well, I mean, through a combination of factors go into recovery, but this is one of many. <laughs> uh, it, it definitely helped me as far as the need and the, the feeling of needing to eat tons of food in the evenings, which I don't know if you are similar to me, where if you struggle with binging, if that's something that happens in the evening or in the morning, but take a look at whatever your cycles are, and I'm probably sure you'll see a pattern, and then start to focus on how you can alter that pattern so that you're not stuck in the cycles based on everything I just mentioned. So pretty, pretty short episode today, but very, very powerful tips because, like I said, I know as soon as I started to truly do this, it helps so much. And even to this day, I notice that if I don't eat a substantial breakfast, I do get super hungry in the evenings. And like I said, this has nothing to do with disordered eating. This is just your body, how it works. And if you're trying to restrict your food, eventually your body is going to make up for it because of the fact that it does want to refuel. So give your body some love and give it some food throughout the day and notice the changes. That's really it for, for this episode. So I will talk to you later.